and welcome to the Rx Counter, a podcast produced by student pharmacists at the University of Iowa College of Pharmacy, where we provide student insight into the pharmacy profession. I'm Emily Steimel, a P3, and today I'm joined by other student pharmacists. Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm a P1. I'm Tanner. I'm a P3. I'm Carrie. I'm a P3. I'm Morgan, and I'm also a P3. Today, I will be talking about medication therapy management, also called MTM services, and discussing the pharmacist's evolving role in providing patient-centered care. So traditionally, pharmacists have been involved heavily in the dispensing process of medications and less involved in patient interaction and patient care. However, in recent years, we've started to see a momentous shift towards pharmacists providing patient care with a focus on managing chronic disease states. MTM services can play a big role in helping us target patients that are eligible and would benefit from these additional services. Some of these key services provided include chronic disease state education for conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol, along with adherence monitoring and comprehensive medication reviews, or CMRs, just to name a few. During a CMR, a patient engages in a full review of their medications with a pharmacist, And this can help the pharmacist identify any drug problems, gaps in therapy, or side effects the patient may be experiencing. This is also an opportunity to provide education and form a strong relationship with the patient. So while MTM services undoubtedly improve patient care and help improve patient outcomes, there are definitely still barriers to pharmacists providing these services. So today I want to discuss some of these barriers and hear your thoughts on what could be done to improve patient access to these important services. The first barrier I want to discuss is that patients may not realize pharmacists are trained healthcare professionals with the ability to provide these services. So as a a result, they may be hesitant to discuss their medications with a pharmacist and would prefer to do so with their doctor. So my first question is, how do you think we can influence a patient's perception of pharmacists and make them feel comfortable with us providing these MTM services to them? I think something that we always go back to on this podcast is just educating the patient. I mean, being able to have these candid conversations with them about the training that we get and about the services that we can provide. So a community pharmacist has that access to interacting with patients and just starting that conversation can be a big thing and getting patients to understand kind of the clinical knowledge and the clinical background that we come from and give them the confidence that we're able to manage their care. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think the first step is really just building that relationship with the patient. And then from there, they're more comfortable with us providing these services to them. And they know that they can come to us with questions or concerns and that we're there to do more than just dispense their medications. And just like Carrie said, I think it really comes down to just educating the patient, making them aware that these are services that are available to them through their insurance for no charge. And then also just that we are able to provide these services and they don't always have to go to their doctor to have their medications managed. And in fact, we can actually help them work with their provider to maximize their medication regimen and make sure that everything is safe for them. No, this is like what MTM is, but I was just on a rotation where like you see your doctor every three months, but you can talk to your pharmacist every month. So it like improves access. Exactly. Yeah. That's basically what MTM is kind of all about is like improving access exactly and like we're managing their medications kind of in between their doctor's visits so yeah and they could even get closer with the pharmacist because they're honestly like seeing the pharmacist more than their primary care i participate in outcomes mtm for my job 
So I have a little bit of background on doing outcomes and MTM stuff. One of the things that we check up with patients while also doing their med recs is also adherence. So we ask the patients how they take their medications, um, how they take them, if they're having any side effects. And sometimes when we call patients, they are experiencing side effects from the medications. So we can explain like maybe take this medication with food that can help or otherwise the patients will flat out say, yeah, I stopped taking that because I was experiencing that side effect. And it's just important to educate them, like Carrie said about um, how important taking medications are and also maybe talking to their prescriber, letting them know that they stopped taking their medication because that can also affect their results or how their health when they go in for their next visit. I think that's a really important part about what MTM can get to is kind of probing the patients with maybe specific questions to find out that information because they might not be forthcoming with the fact that they stopped their medication because they know as pharmacists, like we encourage medication adherence. So kind of being able to have that relationship where they'd be comfortable to disclose to you that they just stopped taking a medication can also really benefit their care in talking with the prescriber or coming up with a plan B for how they can still uh, manage their condition and be on medication that isn't causing them like adverse effects or side effects that they don't want to experience. I think it goes back to the point of like education too with adherence because like with a lot of diseases like high cholesterol or high blood pressure like it's a symptomless disease to the patient so they're not going to feel the benefit from like taking the drug but you have to explain they have to like stay on it for the benefits to be observed eventually. Yeah, and I think another thing that's really important with MTM services is letting the patient know we're not here to judge them if they've stopped taking a medication or if they may not know a whole lot about their disease states. We're really just here to educate them and find a plan that works best for the patient. And that's going back to the patient-centered care. So, you know, this is really just a conversation with the patient. It's not that we're here to get upset at them for being non-adherent or for not taking their medications correctly. We're really trying to find ways that we can help improve their outcomes and help make sure that they're able to take their medications safely and effectively to prevent future complications with their disease states. Another barrier is that MTM services do take a lot of time, especially when done thoroughly. So we know that pharmacies are busy and pharmacists have many rules in addition to providing MTM services to a patient. And as a result, MTM services may not be provided if the pharmacist simply doesn't have time. So what ways do you think we could improve pharmacy workflow to free up time for pharmacists to provide these important MTM services? I think one method uh, that could free up pharmacists for more MTM work is possibly, and this kind of goes with um, bringing more responsibilities to techs, uh, one that's kind of I think been in the work as a legal issue over the past few years is uh, trying to enable uh, tech check tech, where technicians can ch check other technicians uh, filling. And that's just one duty that's a little bit more um, autonomous probably for either techs or pharmacists that could be delegated to techs. I think going along with that, um, there are other ways that pharmacists can delegate tasks that maybe could become, that maybe could be implemented quicker just based on the current legal situation of it. I think that tech check tech could be a very important role in this, but also just delegating other tasks. So 
now under like the current state of affairs, technicians can get certified to give immunizations and them being able to give immunizations really takes a lot of work off the pharmacist and um, gives the pharmacist time maybe to do these MTM services if technicians are able to kind of take one more thing off the plate of the pharmacist. Um, another way is um, scheduling certain pharmacists on specific days to do outcomes MTM, um, even though I know some pharmacies are pretty tight on when they can hire pharmacists. Um, it would be nice to have certain pharmacists be able to spend time doing that kind of task in the pharmacy. Um, I know downtime, we also, student pharmacists are able to do outcomes MTM. So that also, while the pharmacist is doing pharmacist stuff, the student pharmacist, if there's nothing that other tasks that they can do, they can also do the outcomes MTM stuff. Yeah, I think going off what Emily said, we know that it's difficult to free up time in the pharmacist schedule to provide these services, but even if we can find a way to schedule CMRs into the workflow of the pharmacy by contacting these patients ahead of time and scheduling a specific date and time to set aside for these patients, even if we can just do a couple of CMRs a week, they generally take about a half hour, then we can kind of get this workflow moving and we can try to integrate it into the pharmacy workflow. So it doesn't have to be necessarily that we're scheduling a pharmacist eight hours a day to do these MTM services, but just kind of working them into the current workflow and trying to get things moving, I think can be really beneficial. So some people may not be super familiar with how the MTM platforms are set up or what they look like. So oftentimes MTM services are provided using a separate platform that doesn't sync up with the dispensing software at the pharmacy. As a result, we may not realize that the patient is eligible for MTM when they stop into the pharmacy, and then we forget to provide them that service. So although we can provide MTM to the patient over the phone, they also may not answer our calls all the time. So how do you think we could streamline this process to more efficiently target patients for MTM services when they stop in for their medications, since we kind of have that disconnect between the MTM platform and our dispensing software that we're used to using at the pharmacy? I think the easiest way to say is to just integrate the platforms. I know that's a lot easier said than done, and that would take a lot of behind the scenes work with, I mean, the informatics side of pharmacy, but being able to kind of integrate that and when a patient comes in to pick up their medications, if you get a notification saying, hey, they're eligible for MTM, then that would just be that reminder that they are eligible for these extra services that we're able to provide. And again, I know that goes a lot more into the behind the scenes and the background of connecting these platforms, but if in the long run, our goal is to provide more clinical services to patients, then integration is what we're going to eventually need. That might be a billion dollar idea. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that we're going to start to see a shift towards integration. Like you said, of course, the technology side of things does take a little bit longer. And that's definitely something that we're probably going to see in the future and would make our lives a lot easier as far as providing MTM services. So I hope that's something that's in the works. Would something along the lines of like that integration change how billing works for MTM services at all? 
That's a great question. So honestly, I'm not sure how that would impact the billing of MTM services. Um, and even within separate MTM platforms, each one kind of has different billing and how they go about payments. So I know one platform we work on is called DocStation and they do a per member per month payment system. So we're paid on a monthly basis and it depends on the number of patients that we're providing services to and they have a whole um, scale that they go off of. I'm not really sure how it breaks down, but it's per member per month. Whereas outcomes that we also work on is a more fixed amount that we get for certain services. So smaller services that we provide like an adherence check-in are usually worth about $10, whereas if we're providing a larger service like a CMR to the patient, those range between $50 and $75. So if the integration were to occur, I'm not sure how that would change the billing side of MTM services, but that's definitely something that we would have to look into if that were to occur. I know you addressed earlier about kind of the billing and how insurance would cover this. Is it typically specific insurance plans that will cover it or will just any general insurance plan cover an MTM service? That's another great question. So it generally is certain insurance plans. So like Wellmark will provide MTM services to their patients. Medicare will have MTM services that their patients are eligible for. But it is important to note that not necessarily every patient is eligible for these services. You do have to be on a certain plan that does provide the MTM services. And then you do also have to meet certain criteria that's set forth by your specific plan. So oftentimes that has to do with chronic disease state conditions. So we're looking at patients who have long-term disease states like diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, those kind of things that really require long-term management. And then it also has to do with patients who are on high-risk medications or who are simply taking a lot of medications. And those are the people who we usually see that are eligible for these kind of services because they are the ones that are highest risk for having complications of their disease states. Going back to the original question, I think even though it's not as complex, we can always go into the outcomes MTM platform and see what patients are needing like CMRs. And then we can take that name and then if they have a prescription ready, we can always put a tag on there and say, hey, they're eligible for a CMR. When they come in, ask them if they would want to do that service. So that might be a little less complex, but also <laughs> more maybe time consuming of looking up patients and seeing, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely would be a little bit more time intensive. However, until we move towards the integration of the systems, I think that that would actually be a really great way to target patients, just because it can be difficult to remember just off the top of your head, who is eligible for CMR and who's not. So I think definitely tagging their prescriptions um, and then just talking to them when they come in would be a great way to target these patients and actually remember to provide them with the service. I think that's a great point that as someone who doesn't specifically work with doing MTMs, like I wouldn't have even thought of that. So it clearly shows that when MTMs are like on your mind and you're able to kind of integrate that into your daily practice, then patients are really going to benefit from that, even if it is a little bit of extra effort. I mean, a lot of patients are sometimes a lot of like throughout the months, you get the same patients. So you know them, you recognize their name, you're like, oh, I remember talking to them. And 
I bet they remember talking to you too over the phone. And so um, it's just kind of nice to check in with them and see how they're doing. Sometimes they open patients will tell us, yeah, I'm going in for surgery for this. I'm doing this. You can call and update and they'll update you about, oh yeah, this went really well. So I really enjoy that aspect of it. It's kind of hard because you are over the phone. So most times you don't get to have that in-person interaction with them, which can some patients, older patients have a hard time um, hearing over the phone. So, but sometimes like patients will be really grateful that you have called and check up on them and see like we call for if the if the system has noticed that they haven't called in for a refill and some patients are really grateful. They're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Like it is empty. Thank you so much for calling. And I mean, that's just like one small thing for them, but also just like a good reminder to check up on adherence. Other patients, they're not as open to us calling, just like Morgan said in the beginning, barriers. Um, some patients are just confused as to why we're calling. Um, they think that maybe that we are, don't think that they take their meds correctly or know why they're taking their medications or don't think that they're informed. Um, and that's not the point of the outcomes MTM, like Morgan stated. So it's just basically educating the patient and hopefully they'll give us the time to for us to talk to them about why we're calling and how important it is to take their medications. Yeah, I definitely agree with Emily. I think the most rewarding thing about providing MTM services is just really when you get that patient who's super grateful and tells you, you know, you really helped me out. I was having this side effect and the recommendation you made, um, I haven't had that side effect since. Or you just catch a simple problem that seems insignificant, but to that patient, it might be something really serious. So I think that's just the most rewarding part about MTM services is there are patients who are super grateful that we're providing these services. And when you get that patient, you really feel like you've made a difference. I mean, that could be the reminder that we all need that pharmacists can make a difference and difference in patients' lives and like the services that we're providing are important. That's all the time we have. Thank you everyone for sharing. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time at the RX counter.